Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. He has a plan, and part of that plan, a big part of that plan, is to say, send this Savior, Messiah Jesus, from his throne in heaven to the clouds to meet his people in the air, and so shall we always be with the Lord. It's called the blessed hope. We're to watch, therefore. We're to wait for the blessed hope, look for the blessed hope. We're to be ready, Messiah Jesus said. My name is Dove Schwartz here in the northern Israel proclaiming to watch, therefore, and get ready. King Jesus is coming any moment. And we have someone holding down the fort there in the U.S. of A. who's watching as well, looking for that blessed hope. Uh, co-host of our program, Dr. John McTurnan. John, how, how are things holding down the fort there? Are you looking for this uh, blessed hope? I sure am. The Bible says, And to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who shall deliver us from the wrath to come. Oh, that's good news. In a world that's gone a hundred kinds of crazy, that's good news, isn't it, John? It sure is. Well, John, before I introduce the program today uh, and what we're going to be discussing, why don't you go ahead and lead us in a word of prayer with our listeners, would you? Yeah, Father, I thank you for this time together. Yes, uh, it's, it's always short, Lord, but it's precious time. And we have a lot of material to cover, a lot of good information from the Scriptures. So please fit in what you want in this time now, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, uh, John, you and I discussed this before the program. Um, in, in the concept of uh, this world and this time, the Scriptures are... 100% accurate about how crazy the world would go just before the coming of the Lord. And, and so in a world that so often is shaking under the curse of sin, we want, we want to have blessed listeners of the program, don't we, John? Absolutely. Uh, Pat, you touched upon something. Um, no matter how bad the world is, and we know from scriptures it's going to get real bad, that doesn't mean that we can't live with peace and joy and blessings. Amen. Amen. And and so much of our ministry is to position precious souls for grace and mercy, the Lord's grace and mercy in this hour uh, he has placed us. So we want we want people to be blessed. And so the best way to be blessed is is to be the way Messiah Yeshua said people can be blessed. It's traditionally called the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes. And and John, I was just out filming a television program uh, on, on uh, Mount, the Mount of uh, Beatitudes, and it's like a natural amphitheater. You can see and imagine how the Lord would have had multitudes there and him preaching uh, to them these words we're going to look at and hear today. And so in Matthew chapter 5, uh, we're going to begin in verse 1, and then we're going to, after verse 3, stop for a little bit and talk about the first May Beatitude. May I add something? Sure. May Come on. Something? Come on. Yeah, I remember... Um uh, how important well, for me it was to visually see in Israel where the events took place. Yes. So I, I remember the first time I went to Israel in 1979, and we went to what's called the Mount of Beatitudes, there they call it, by the Sea of Galilee. That's what I was you just remember? talking about. That's what I was just talking about. That's yeah. where I was recording the other day. Yeah. Right, right, right. And it was incredible to be there with the background, for example, 
you know, it's it's beautiful, beautiful background, and of course now that nowadays they had um, nice flowers and shrubs and things there, but um, this the just knowing in my mind's eye, approximately where the Lord was standing, where the crowd is, and the background adds so much yeah. more to uh, Matthew chapter five. Oh man, oh man, indeed, indeed. Well, we're gonna read through verse three and then talk about the first one john i want you to talk about the first one uh, initially uh, and seeing the multitudes he went up on a mountain and when he was seated his disciples came to him then he opened his mouth and taught them saying blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven go ahead john well well what that immediately tie brings me to is um luke four eighteen. absolutely uh where I believe the Lord was addressing his ministry there. And it, because Luke 4.18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's right. That's See, right. that doesn't mean you don't have m- money in your bank. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> that means just what Matthew was saying, poor in spirit. Absolutely. So that's who the Lord came for, those that realize they're bankrupt spiritually before God. That's right. That's right, John. Now, notice this. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So those that don't realize they're poor, that have well, whatever you could put in there, they don't see the need for Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The kingdom of heaven is not theirs. That's right. That's right. The poor in spirit. That's the gospel. Absolutely. He came to preach the gospel to the poor. So there it is right there. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Excuse me, kingdom of heaven. Absolutely, and and we know this, what you just said, John, that, that the people who will humble themselves, anyone in the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever would believe upon him would not perish but have everlasting life. Whoever, are you a whoever who are listening today, whoever sees their deep need for the Lord in this time will walk with him and he will preserve them and keep them for his kingdom. The next one is, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. We know what this is talking about, because we know in James chapter 4, this is explained very clearly, where the Lord is talking about humility. And he says that he's afar off from the proud, but he draws nearer to the humble. And in that passage, he says... Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. So what we see here is we see this is mourning over sin. This is mourning over sin. And uh, this is a, 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 a something that happens when someone gets into the presence of the Lord. John, do you remember when uh, Peter, he had thought, hey, I'm a fisherman and, and, and you're just a, some kind of preacher. And I've been out fishing all night. He didn't know that he was talking to the creator of the fish, the creator of Peter and the creator of the water he was fishing and everything else. And when he caught that big load of fish at the word of the Lord, he recognized he got a glimpse of the glory of Messiah Jesus. 
And what did he say, John? Go away from me, Lord. He said, go away from me. I'm a sinful man. I'm a sinful man, I think, is what he followed up with. Yeah. So there was this mourning over his sin. And and here's, here's what we're saying. When you get into the presence of the Lord, when you, when you recognize by being poor in spirit your desperate need for Jesus, the Lord, and, and, and then he shows up on the scene because he draws near to the humble. He's, he's far off from the proud, but he draws near to the humble. That's when we see our sin. We see our sin and we begin to mourn over our sin. It's not about what other people are doing wrong. wrong. It's, oh God, and, and you were mentioning Isaiah a moment ago. Isaiah, the same thing. Here's this great prophet of the Lord, Isaiah. But in Isaiah chapter 6, when he gets a glimpse of the glory of the Lord, he says, what? I'm undone. I'm undone. I'm a man of sinful lips. And he begins to see his own sin. And what does the Spirit of the Lord do? He comforts Isaiah and delivers him. He forgives him. uh, He he burns that sin off with that coal from the the altar in heaven, and the altar of incense, and, and with Peter. Peter learns and receives Jesus as Lord, this resurrected Savior, and his sin is cleansed. So it is for us. When we mourn over our sins and confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen, John? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Oh, John, talk a little bit about this. Well, uh, meek, I immediately think of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. How meek he was. But there's power in meekness. That's right. There's strength in meekness. Absolutely. You know, people, uh, it's the ap- opposite of arrogance and boasting and all. So the Lord was meek. You remember when he came out, when he, when he proclaimed, or when he fulfilled the scripture showing that he was Israel's Messiah, how did he come into Jerusalem? Lowly and on a donkey. That's right. I mean, in our thinking, in our thinking today, we'd have this huge parade. Let's say the whole army would be there. Everybody would be decked out. There'd be millions of people along the the, the procession route. Right? We yes. have airplanes flying overhead. Right. All of this fanfare. Look, but look what happened when the Lord presented Himself to Israel as their Messiah. He was meek and lowly. Absolutely. Absolutely, John. Well, what a... And that's the way God wants us to be. And look mm-hmm. at the result of that. For they shall inherit the earth. Wow. Wow. So to, to have the kingdom of heaven, to be comforted by the comforter, the Holy Spirit, and now to inherit the earth. These, this is real blessing. This is not only temporary blessing. This is eternal blessing. And John, when I think of meekness, I also, before the time of our Lord Jesus, of course, Moses... Moses, who the Lord used to part the Red Sea and drown the, the mightiest army on the earth and all the plagues across Egypt. And it says, the Bible says that he was the most meek man on the earth. So it's a godliness with great power and control. Now, John, we've got to take a break for just a moment. And, of course, the ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, is sponsoring our program. So, John, would you share with our listeners a little bit about this ministry that we co-founded, Blessing Israeli Believers? Yeah, I guess we've co-founded it about 10 years ago now. Yeah, yeah close to that, close yeah. to that. And uh, everything about Blessing Israeli Believers, you could find at BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. And the purpose of this ministry is to raise funds and, and um, emotional support, prayer support, 
for the believers in Israel, because we believe that the believers in Israel are sort of under the radar. They are missing many of the blessings that, especially the American church, but it's not limited to the American church, wants to bless Israel with. And the believers are, it's not, it's very little is trickling down to them, Pastor Doug. Yeah. So right. our ministry is to zero in on pastors, believers, evangelists, pro-life, for example. Uh, the, the pro-life in Israel is manned by believers in the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, they just simply, basically, they need finances is what they need. So this, uh, we, the Lord raised up this ministry here uh, to fulfill that need. And Pastor Dove, we've discussed this many times. I feel that it's an end-time apostolic prophetic uh, ministry. That's right. Because then I, I will, we'll just look at the word apostolic. Because when we look at um, Romans 15, we're literally doing what the Apostle Paul was doing, we'll say roughly 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when he went around to the uh, uh, preaching to the Gentiles, he collected money for the impoverished church in Jerusalem. And basically, I'll paraphrase it, he said, you have been blessed by the Jews spiritually. Now it's time for you to bless them uh, materially. That's right. So uh, people, don't, people don't realize that. But the, the Apostle Paul and his great missionary... Uh, journeys, raised funds. He went back to uh, Jerusalem, and he had the funds to help relieve help relieve them of the poverty they were in. So that is basically what we're doing today. And Pastor Dove, this ministry could not have existed, I don't know when, uh, I don't know, we'll say 30, 40, certainly, you know, 40, 50 years ago. Uh, Israel is, a, is almost 70 years old now. But before that, Israel wasn't a nation. Uh, Jerusalem was divided. And now, just like the prophecy says in the last days, the end times, Israel is back. Hallelujah. Uh, there, there is a vibrant uh, believers in, throughout Israel. There's believers in Jerusalem. There's churches in Jerusalem. So we're actually doing sort of at the end of the church age what was being done at the beginning of the church age. Yeah. And it couldn't have been done till like, this generation because there was no nation of Israel. That's right. Isn't that amazing? It's a very exciting opportunity. So I'm encouraging all our listeners um, to be a part of this blessing because you're blessed. We know you're blessed when you bless the, uh, the Jewish believers, and we know it's a blessing to stand with God's prophetic word. So I want to encourage all our listeners to be blessed. Hallelujah. You're talking about the blessings of the Beatitudes. That's right. That's right. It comes. It fits in very well with the with the teaching today. Uh, who wants to be blessed in this hour when there's so much cursing going on? Now, uh, for all of our listeners, what you can do is you can go to blessingisraelibelievers.com, blessingisraelibelievers.com, and there you can find out more about what the Bible says and also prayerfully and financially participate. And if you sign up for our newsletter, uh, you can do that by just... Um, sending an email from the website and request to be put on the newsletter list. You'll monthly, you'll receive updates from believers here in the land so you can pray accordingly, you can prayerfully and finan- financially partner with Blessing Israeli Believers. And that just adds to this list of blessings that we're reading uh, in Matthew chapter 5. Now, 
Now, John, we, we uh, left off with Blessed Are the Meek. Now, this is a biggie here. Uh, we may talk about this one the rest of the program and then pick up on a two-part for the rest of the, of the Beatitudes. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Go ahead, John, and then I want to share some things about this one, too. Well, I, what jumps out in that particular Beatitude is hunger and thirst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that This is not like, um, well, yeah, a casual type of attitude. This is a real, real attitude for uh, hunger and thirst after righteousness. So uh, it's something that we should be... Um, Righteous, and righteousness, I guess we should define righteousness, Pastor Doe. Righteousness means that you, it, actually it's two things, but righteousness means that you can stand before God. Yeah. That's what righteousness means. In God's court of law, you can stand before him because you're not guilty. Yeah. You're not guilty. That's right. And then righteousness also is how we live and how we act. So they, they two should come together, Pastor Doe. We should live in such a way that we can stand before the Lord and not be condemned. Amen. So the Bible says to hunger and thirst after this. And you know, if you're really thirsty, Pastor Tove, you're going to do a lot of things to get something to drink. That's right. right? That's right. I live out here in the in the desert part of, uh, you know, it's funny here in the Galilee where you've got the, the Sea of Galilee, but also it's very arid in uh in many places around the sea and it's like a desert it's classified as like a desert and uh, i'll tell you, you pour a little bit of water on the ground it gets dry real fast it's gone and you need a lot you need you need more fat fast so i know what it means to in this well, area you know, to it's thirst as you were sharing that i was thinking we can go a long time without food can't we that's right i know you can't the average person, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. The average person uh, can go a week or two, three weeks. Uh, when you get more than 20 days, uh, I would say 30 days you're getting in the danger zone. Of course, the Lord fasted for 40 days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how long can we go without water, especially like you described there, an arid, uh, hot place like that? I mean, one day without water, we're starting to get into trouble. Yeah. Two days, uh, when you get temperatures at 100 degrees, like that, and, and you know, relentless, hundred degrees. After three days, Pastor Dove, we're we're in trouble. That's right. So here, look at that: hunger and thirst after righteousness. You know, hunger we can live with, but thirst we can't. So that's really a descriptive example of how we want to be righteous with the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's good, John. And uh, another, and there's so many important definitions as we think about righteousness. Another one is. Heaven's standard of goodness, God's standard of goodness, and blessed are they who hunger and thirst for heaven's standard of goodness. And and it's and it, Messiah Jesus said this. He said, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all the things we need in life. This life will be added unto us." And He says, "For those who truly hunger and thirst for righteousness." They shall be filled. And, and what I ask myself, and, and I want to ask our listeners today, where is righteousness on your priority list? Is it really number one? Because the first thing you're going to want when you stand before the Lord is really the second thing you're going to need. Because the first thing everyone's going to want is mercy. 
when we stand before the Lord. In all of his glory, come on. But the first thing we're going to need is righteousness. As you described it earlier, John, that being not guilty before the Lord and being forgiven, uncondemned and welcomed into his kingdom through righteousness. So folks, if righteousness is not the top of your priority list, your priorities are out of order. And that's what we have to do. We have to get to a place. There's something wrong with someone, John, who isn't hungry and thirsty after a time without food and water. Amen? Yes, Pastor Dovin. What happens is we can easily slip into the, the uh, desires and the wants of this world. That's right. That's right. And because it's all around us. That's right. And you know, all of a sudden, money and power and, I don't know, retirement and this, that, and the other thing are more important. And we're not hungering and thirsting after righteousness. And next thing you know, Pastor Dove, we're lukewarm. Yeah, that's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous disease. Dangerous. Lukewarm is, lukewarmness is a dangerous disease. Now, we're out of time. I'm going to pray. Oh, oh, okay. Father, oh, Father in heaven, thank you for this program today. Thank you, Holy Father, for our special listeners. Father, thank you, Messiah Jesus' name, for bringing John alongside in this radio program today. And I pray, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, we pray the Beatitudes over our listeners. We pray that you would give us wisdom and understanding and, and, a, and, a, and a real knowing how desperate we are to walk with Messiah Jesus every day. If there's anyone listening who hasn't been saved, may they, may they see their desperate need to be saved. May they be poor in spirit and realize that Jesus, our Lord, died on the cross for our sins. He was buried, and hallelujah, he rose from the grave. May they turn to the Lord now, repent, and believe in, in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved. And theirs will be the kingdom of heaven. And, and blessed are those who mourn. May we know what it means to mourn over our sin, not to see everyone else's sin first, but to see our own sin. Oh, and, and please comfort us as we repent and confess our sins before you, Lord. And with regard to meekness, Lord, we want to be under the control of your Holy Spirit with the power of the Spirit, yet with the humility of Jesus our Lord. And blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. O oh Lord, help us with our priorities. May we seek first the kingdom of God, our Father in heaven, through you, Lord Jesus, and in and, and, and your righteousness. And thank you for filling us. Fill all of our listeners today with, with righteousness. Fill us with your righteousness, with your spirit, that we might seek after the Lord with our whole heart, loving the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and loving our neighbors, ourselves. Oh, bless our listeners today. Bless us, Father. We thank you, Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. John, thank you so much for helping on the program once again today. All right. God bless you and all our listeners. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. And here's how we customarily wind up the program. We say this. It's so important now, more than ever, to watch therefore, because Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. God bless you. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Caroland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail... Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 
Keep watching for Messiah Jesus, 